This is the poem that I wrote about self-love. It's not titled at the moment. I will come up with a title soon. Thank you guys so much for listening. Here it comes. The gavel had come crashing down, followed by a thickening fog of silence. You could have heard a pin drop and hit the ground. Such a contrast from the usual deafening stridents. There was a hush in the courtroom of my chaotic brain. I frantically wondered if I could plead that I had gone temporarily insane. I stared into the eyes of the judge who happened to be the most critical part of me. And knowing how harsh this judge was, there was no hope for a not guilty plea. You are guilty of being unlovable! A verdict as stiff as the wooden bench this judge sat behind. You will die alone! Was the life sentence. You will surely pay for this crime! This couldn't be happening. This couldn't be real. Was there no chance for me to file for some sort of an appeal? Take her away, the judge bellowed. I don't want to see this wretched girl again. The judge spoke as heavily as the burden I felt so deeply within. I remember the guard of my mind walking me down the dark, stagnant hallway of my self-loathing then watched me as I changed into my new, distinctly, obnoxiously orange clothing. Wondering, how did it come to this? What am I going to do, and how will I survive this certain doom? As the cacophonous clank of my prison door shut and sealed my fate like a giant stone rolling closed on a burial tomb, I looked around at my new home that seemed, quite frankly, to resemble what I would believe to be hell. My past became my new prison mates, but I was still isolated to loneliness in my own cell. Shackles of uncertainty and doubt clenched tightly around my ankles, allowing me only to take baby steps backwards or forward. The lacerations cutting deeper into the flesh of my soul, my cries for help echoing back to me, not being heard or worse, being ignored. The cuffs of insecurity wrapped tightly around my wrists and the chains hugging my neck forged in the fires of all my mistakes. Kept my body in constant pain and was sometimes, admittedly, more than I could even take. To keep from thinking about my pain, I sometimes focused on my flaws. The prison mates of my past attacking me every chance they could get, always looking for a justifiable cause. The putrid stench of failure, encapsulating my senses like a decomposing corpse of a dead rat that was left out in the open to rot. Being forced to eat words of self-deprivation through the space of a tiny open slot. My starvation for affection could be seen so easily as the rib cage through an emaciated child's chest. My strength to go on dwindling as the days grew long and the nights grew longer most of which I'd go without rest. I'd feed on whatever breadcrumbs of attention I was able to scavenge and find. Not enough to ease my hunger, but enough to keep me alive. Every day waking up from vividly colored dreams to the same dingy gray walls that I had built around my heart. And now felt like they were closing in as I was slowly falling apart. Daydreaming of what life would be like on the outside and what it would be like to be whole again. But how could I leave this place now? I've been here so long. It feels like this is always how it's been.
I don't know if I can make it on the outside. I'd fail before I could even begin. I'm too damaged. I'm too broken. I'm too flawed to ever be loved. There's no chance I could ever let anyone in. They would take one look at my raggedy, beaten-down soul and become just somebody that I used to know. Could it be that I'm just too far gone and it's just too late for me? And just when I think I've lost all faith, I see the dull reflection of a girl in a small, dingy window. I see hope in her eyes, though faint, though small, it just needs to be nurtured to grow. And I don't see her how she is, but what great things she could be. And I smiled at her, and simultaneously, she smiled back at me. And I realized that sweet girl I saw was myself, and that I still had hope inside of me. And that if I helped her and cared for her and showed her love, that one day... I might finally be free. I'm going to get you out of here, I told her, and we're going to start by cleaning up your barely recognizable face that I saw was covered by the dirt of her shame and guilt, but easily washed clean by our dear Lord's unending grace. This place needs a change of scenery, too. No more prison walls. This needs to feel more like a home. So I helped her, and together we painted it with the vibrant colors of her imagination over the dull gray, depressing monochrome. And I realized, when you change your surroundings, your insides start changing too. Waking up to colors as brightly colored as your dreams? I don't know, it just does something to you. I wish I could say that this change happened overnight, but that's simply just not true. Each day was still a struggle to push myself all the way through. It's amazing how that even when you remove the chains, you still move as if they're still there. And how it's so easy to make yourself go numb, even when the source of the pain is no longer visibly there. And when you are finally offered full meals, you can still only digest small amounts. You gotta start somewhere, she'd say to me. At least I'm eating. Those small portions, hey, it still counts. And one day turned to a few, and a few turned to more, until I started thinking, together, we might just be strong enough to open up that door. And let myself finally be free. The key to letting myself love again, you see was me seeing myself through God's eyes and just finally loving me.